I'm Sadia Tariq and you're listening to Dhani the podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in to our last episode of Ramadan special 2019 with Kulsum Umar. And today her topic is one of my personal favorite, Journey of the Heart. Assalamu alaikum Kulsum. Wa alaikum assalam. Kya haal hai? Alhamdulillah, Alhamdulillah. So nice to always, nice always to hear your voice. Yeah, and same here. And I'm looking forward to what you have to share, um, you know, what you have to share. And it just kind of absorbs really slowly, but it does. Okay, I hope it doesn't get too heavy. I try to keep it as light as possible because of our, yeah. uh, uh, we don't want to go, kind of go on and on. And sometimes I feel that the topics are so vast that kind of, cropping them down to a certain time limit is is a little tough but we try we try i know i know i i that i'm being unfair to you in that sense i know no not at all i actually feel sadia that sometimes if you rattle on and on and on too much about something no matter how interesting then it's kind of loses its impact right you need to have like that vitamin pill which is amazing and and i always think of the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam because he was a man of few words he didn't say a lot but what he said was very deep and very meaningful and we need to take that communication skills lesson from him because sometimes ranting on may not that be that beneficial than saying something in a shorter frame of time which people can actually absorb and think about and it affects them more right inshallah that's indeed. what one hope indeed yeah I okay. am so looking forward to today's uh, subject uh, because I'm a complete heart person. So mm-hmm. the journey of the heart. This is also one of my favorite favorite things to talk about to be very honest and I'm very the first time I got to know about the Islamic traditions uh take on the journey of the heart and about the situation of the heart I was like so fascinated I can't tell you. So yeah, I would love to share what this whole thing is all about the journey of the heart right so a'udhu billahi minash shaitanir rajeem bismillahir rahmanir rahim it's um it's amazing that what allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has said is that on the day of judgment right the person who will benefit the most is the one who will come to allah subhanahu wa ta'ala with something which allah calls qalbi salim qalb means heart and salim is a sound heart This is in Surah Ash-Shura which is the 26th chapter of the Quran in verses 88 and 89 that Allah says the day when wealth and children will not benefit anyone except he who will come to God with a qalb salim right so what is this sound heart right that is something that that is very fascinating and something which is so important because we you and i if we want that success and we want to go before god in the hereafter with something which is called a sound heart we need to know what it's all about right and we know that almost universally religious traditions have stressed the importance of the condition of the heart right like i just said in the muslim scripture you find this the sound heart is understood to be what uh, free from spiritual blemishes let's say free from character defects so to speak yeah and this quote unquote heart is actually not the physical organ per se but our tradition tells us that this spiritual heart is housed within that physical heart of ours right and one of the extraordinary aspects of modern era that the time that we are living in is that we are discovering aspects about the heart that were unknown in previous times 
although there were remarkable insights in ancient traditions right for example uh, according to traditional chinese medicine the heart is the house a heart houses what they are they call shen which is the spirit you know in the chinese tradition mm. and the chinese mm. character for thinking thought love uh, intention to listen or, and virtue all contain the ideogram for the heart and in nearly every culture we use these uh, uh, phrases and metaphors so much don't we hard hearted right cold hearted warm hearted someone we speak of people who wear the heart on their sleeves nahi right? and um, mm-hmm. uh, in any language like in urdu we say dil chahta hai right dil chahta hai to you do anything dil nahi chahta you don't do anything right it's mm-hmm. it, it's something touches your heart or touch the core of my being right some all all of that and also ancient indo european word for heart means that which leaps right that which leaps people speak of their hearts as leaping for joy right and we also say that my heart skipped a beat these are very common metaphors that we use all the time in our daily conversations right mm-hmm. um then if we fall in love we say, say that oh so and so stole my heart right many life centrally life you know central to our lives are these metaphors that we use constantly and the ancients were aware of spiritual diseases of the heart and this understanding is certainly at the essence of islamic teaching that we have a heart which goes through certain stages of development of evolution of a journey yeah and there is a word that is used in the islamic tradition for that and which is called tazkiya that is the word that is used for the journey of the heart right because the soul also lives in this spiritual heart so allah subhanahu wa taala talks about three different categories or three different stages of the heart <clears throat> from the black heart which is the worst working towards the sound heart which i just talked about that allah talks about in surah ashura right and what is this process of tazkiya which is very very fascinating right tazkiya by the way the same root word is used for the uh, sadaqa that we give which is an obligatory sadaqa which is called zakat 2.5% of our wealth and the idea is that it purifies the wealth that we have right so every Correct. year person you know so it's the same word tazkiya zakat feeds is very similar right and to purify or to cleanse this soul which is inside of the heart or this heart or the nafs whatever you want to call it which is my personality who which is who i really am right i see that i have some good in me and i have some evil in me in varying proportions right we all have that we all have problems like arrogance mm-hmm. cheating being jealous backbiting these are basic moral shortcomings that every human being has nobody is free of this nobody is now those mm. people who want to make their personality better they try to get rid of these diseases of the heart right to develop mm. a positive personality is a very difficult and time consuming process and it's a very long term exercise right there's no quick fix solution that recite this verse and you know do this and do that and it's going to happen no it's not like that it's a lifelong journey that is why it's called the journey of the heart purification mm. of the heart right and just like every journey has a name it could be a road trip it could be a vacation it could be a pilgrimage safari so this journey is called tazkiya in the islamic uh, tradition most commonly used mm-hmm. it's called tazkiya 
Now the word pescia, if you look at the literal meaning, it means pruning a plant. I don't know if you garden or not, but when you know you have to do two things when you're pruning and when you want to grow a healthy garden. One is that you plant and the other is that you get rid of the weed. Both things are equally important, aren't they? Right? right. So pescia is just like that. We need to plant certain certain things within ourselves and we need to get rid of certain things within ourselves, right? Mm. Beautify mm. and to remove. Right? Beautify it with all the virtues. We we talked about sabr, right? That's a very mm. core virtue. Beautifying it with that and taking away the weeds like jealousy, like lying, like backbiting, like, you know, I don't know, like just being too attached to the world, too much materialism, all of that. All of that affects the heart, right? All of that has mm. a very, very direct effect on the heart, right? So all of this, this journey is actually called uh, Tazkiyah. Rasulullah said that the difference between the one who remembers God and the one who does not remember God is like the difference between the living and the dead. And we also say that somebody has a living heart and somebody has a dead heart. right? And Allah mm -hmm. subhanahu wa ta'ala talks about people in the Quran and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says that there are people who are believers, there are people who are disbelievers and there are people who have a disease in their heart. And the believers are the ones whose heart is alive. The disbelievers' heart is dead. And there's a in-between, which is called a hypocrite. And I shouldn't say in-between because God talks about the hypocrites in the worst possible way in terms of saying that they are going to be in the lowest levels of Jahannam because they have this disease, this malady in their hearts, right? Fi maradun, right? And the heart, if you look at it physically, is centered where? Slightly left to, uh, of our bodies. Now, two mm -hmm. sacred languages, Arabic and Hebrew, are written from right to left towards the heart, which, as some have noted, mirrors the purpose of writing in the first place because it should have an effect on the heart. If we look mm -hmm. at the ritual circling around the ancient house of Kaaba, right, it is performed how? Counter Counterclockwise. Left side of the worshipper faces the house, where the heart, one, mm -hmm. with the heart inclined towards it, right, so that he can see the presence yeah. of God in this in this in this life the physical heart what uh, scientists tell us beats around a hundred thousand times a day and it comes around two gallons of blood per minute can you imagine that means over a hundred mm. gallons per hour if we mm. were to attempt to carry hundred gallons of water and the density of water by the way is lighter than uh, blood it would be like a mm. seriously uphill task right every minute Hmm. Yet the human heart does this every hour for every day for an entire lifetime without stopping. Yeah, hmm. The vascular hmm. system is transporting life-giving blood to around, what, 60,000 miles long vessels, yeah, this whole system is, which is more than two times the circumference of the earth. So when we oh, conceive of our blood being pumped through our bodies, Know that this means that it travels through 60,000 miles of a closed system that connects all of the parts of the body, all the vital organs and living tissues to that incredible heart. The heart is that important. Mm. And the state of the spiritual heart is as important as this blood pumping function of the physical heart. Every time the heart is black, the heart is diseased, it is pumping all of that disease to each and every organ of our body. Science is telling us today that a heart is very independent of messages that are sent by the brain. Science is telling us that today. 
our own mm-hmm. body we don't know that well actually we are still in a process of discovering that so when we are on this journey of tazkia right what we are really doing is we are trying to pump we are trying to take out the the uh, uh, all the impurities from the blood so to speak and put in something which is like oxygenate right revitalize what are the words that are used in spas you know like when you go to a spa what do you do you you are trying to cleanse yourself right you have that physical cleanse and detox detox de- that's the word i was looking for detox tazkia is like your detox the way you are purifying your heart you are detoxing your heart really right mm-hmm. so you are literally providing it with oxygen and getting rid of all the mess that has been inside and now ramadan is actually just around the corner so that is a great time to detox because that is what it really mm-hmm. is it's a spiritual detox exercise isn't it the whole of ramadan mm-hmm. so two things tazkia has cleanse and purify from pollutants improve and develop towards the height of perfection right Mm-hmm. and allah subhanahu wa taala has given us the destination what is the destination paradise there are certain checkpoints or road marks of the journey right the first you begin with is that allah says that our nafs the soul inside of us the lowest level of it is called nafs al ammara right nafs al ammara which is prone to evil which is prone to being very base which is sticking to the ground which has this animal instinct right which is kind of instigating you to do all the stuff which is fake and terrible and nasty right uh, even if you don't look at it from a religious tradition point of view so this is basically you can look at it from a psychological point of view in terms of id ego and super ego something like that got it, right? got it. so nafs al ammara is the is the basis of them all and allah subhanahu wa taala mentions nafs al ammara in surah yusuf which is the 12th chapter of the quran in verse number 53 in al nafs al ammara bisu a person's this evil nafs it incites you to sue means evil bad deeds right when you start working on it and you recognize this that i have this tendency of you know just lying for no reason at all i'm just making up a story for no no re- reason at all why am i doing that there's no need to na there's no need sometimes there's no need to be mean to someone right and this in this day and age of social media a lot of thing is really plastered on walls <laughs> quite literally right mm-hmm. so sometimes we see that why do you need to be so nasty do you think that you have you are kind of you have this uh, you you've disappeared or you've become faceless because you are on the other side of the screen doesn't mean that your personality is still not showing through it is you may change your name or whatever but this nafs of yours is really making you do stupid crazy things that is nafs alamara when you don't mm-hmm. rise above the animal instinct at all all you are worried you have no higher purpose all you are worried about is what am i going to eat next how am i going to have some pleasure how am i going to entertain myself i mean that's that's all you are worried about those are your concerns those are that is something which consumes you totally then you are at this stage where your heart is totally black and the nafs is completely making you heedless towards a higher purpose once you wake up a little bit yeah a little bit and you say okay no 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 i need to sort of put some petrol in or some gas in and go on this journey then the next level allah subhanahu wa taala calls it 
nafs allawama allawama where your conscious conscience comes into play if you do something bad something pricks nay 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 i shouldn't have done that that was really mean mm-hmm. that was nasty let me go and say sorry how could i be so rude to my mom right no i think i was very very unfair you know you have this something pinching you you do something and you feel bad after doing it so you are mm-hmm. at a better stage then you you sort of graduated a little bit and this is something which allah subhanahu wa taala mentions in surah al qiyama which is the 75th surah of the quran in verse number 2 allah says wala uqsimu bin nafs allawama and i swear by the self reproaching nafs so obviously when the conscience is working and you're feeling bad about something what am i doing why am i wasting so much time watching episode after episode i'm up all night watching rubbish why am i doing this right you ask yourself that right mm-hmm. uh, the kid will mm-hmm. ask themselves that okay i've got an exam coming up why am i just thinking about game of thrones or whatever it is right <laughs> and you are like you know wh- why am i doing that and and something pinches you know this wasting of time is not good i'm getting nothing out of it and any mm-hmm. other a base or unnecessary or evil a thought that comes to your mind which is no benefit so nafs nafs lawama at least you think about what you've done so you're waking up a little there bit there is a bit right? of an inner voice there yes that inner voice starts speaking and then you are listening to the inner voice you're concerned about it okay 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 what's going on and then the highest level which we should be aiming for is called nafs al mutmainna allah subhanahu wa taala the highest state when the soul achieves full rest and satisfaction after the aql which is your intellect has checked out our evil tendencies so in this stage a person's consciousness is at its peak right that evolution of the consciousness has happened right and he is essentially at a higher uh emotional and spiritual state which is the highest state now mutmain mutmain we say in urdu as well right that you are content with what's going on because you have you have actually subdued and harnessed in all of these base tendencies and you're going towards a higher level allah subhanahu wa taala talks about this in surah al fajr which is the 89th surah of the quran from verses 27 to 30 beautiful verses allah says ya ayyuhan nafsul mutmainna irji'i ila rabbiki radiyatan mardiya fadkhuli fi ibadi wadkhuli jannati what this means is o content soul ya ayyuhan nafsul mutmainna what is he, what is his soul basically content on if you look at it from an islamic tradition the soul is content on the fact that i am a slave of god i have a higher purpose this dunya is not everything i need to go back home in one piece and home is paradise so it's content on that right and little while back we talked about sabr so he has done the muscle of sabr is so active that it has made him completely content on what he has and he's working to whatever he's given to him to better himself he's using all the assets all that has been given to him in this dunya to work for a better future and a long term future that is enough to mutmainna and allah is saying mm-hmm. come back to your lord well pleased and well pleasing and enter among my special servants and enter my paradise it's such a beautiful little passage in surah al fajr where allah oh, talks about nafs mutmainna so these three stages are very much tangible you know 
you and I can actually measure it quite truly. Although we can't measure what is inside the soul, there is no scientific instrument that is going to tell us, okay, this is what is happening to your heart now. No, because we only look at the physical all the time. No, we never rise above the amara. We never, we never rise mm. above the animal inside of us, right? We always say we are the highest, highest animal, but Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has said, لَقَدْ خَلَقْنَا الْإِنسَانَ فِي أَحْسَنِ تَقْوِيمِ He has created you the best of creation. And the best of creation you are because of this beautiful heart that you have. No other reason. Mm-hmm. Your body has got nothing to do with it. It, it is your mm-hmm. heart which is clean and beautiful and glowing with the remembrance of God. That is what makes you the highest of creation. And then he says right after that, uh, and then they fell down the lowest of the low. The lowest of the low is nafse ammara. Mm-hmm. Totally just worried about your the animal inside of you. Never thinking that there is a higher purpose. Isn't that just mm-hmm. so beautiful? That journey and that journey is Amazing. tough. That journey is hard. And there's a lot of work that is involved in this journey. A lot of work. Conscious reflection. Con- conscious reflection. Being very truthful to your own self. Being very truthful Absolutely. to your own self. You can't lie to yourself and say, because you see, one of the greatest misfortune of man is that a lot of times we deceive our own selves. We we just mm-hmm. dupe ourselves. We think that, no, 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 I'm okay. Just like we do that with our weight. I'm saying that because I have always had a weight problem, right? In terms of <laughs> and health. No, 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 I'm serious. It's, it's not because of, uh, yeah, of course, I'm sure vanity is there as well. But in terms of your health, as you grow older, you need to be very careful about certain things that you eat or that you exercise on time, etc. And sometimes you're kidding yourself. You know, the person with diabetes is eating a gulab jam and saying, no, koi baat nahi, I'm going to have medicine after that. Mm-hmm. Are you kidding so me? True. I mean, like, you know, it's just like kidding yourself. So if we are honest, only then can we embark on this journey of Taskia. Because we know, I know my state of my heart, really. You know what your state of the, your heart is, really. true. If I'm true to myself, I know where I stand. I 80% know what my weaknesses are, truly. I need to work on this, 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 this. I know that I get inclined towards, I know that I get jealous, you know, I, I, uh, etc. You know, things like, I know that. Uh, I, th- that mm-hmm. is how I react if somebody, etc. All of these little, seemingly little, but they really, really cause havoc in the heart. Because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala or God has created this heart very pure. The way we were created, we were pure. The heart inside is pure. If we keep pricking it and if we keep putting all the negativity inside, it causes serious anxiety to the heart. And then what people try to do is that they try to cover it up with other things so that they don't have to think about what is going on in my core. We do that. We do that. We we enter a state of spiritual agitation and we often try to suppress it. Right? If you look at the root meaning of the word kufr, that we say for a disbeliever, it means to cover up something. That is a literal mm-hmm. meaning of it. To cover up something. What are you covering up? You're covering up something which is in your heart, which is in your soul deep inside, which is the recognition of the truth. It is already there. God has put that pilot flame of his recognition before he sent you in this dunya. And when you cover that up, you do it in a way that your heart just gets flustered and agitated. We see around us, don't we? Look around you. What kind of mental distress and anxiety we see around us? Young children are committing suicide. Young kids, Mm. seriously. 
The kind of life that we see around us is tragic. And the main reason for that is that we have just given up on understanding what our heart is all about. We don't even think about it. We cover it up. We totally cover it up, right? And the agents that yeah, we use yeah. can include alcohol, drugs, sexual experimentation, uh, whatever, right? Pursuit of fame, wealth, arrogance, all kinds of deviations, right? People work very yeah, because hard. Because the heart is is um, uh, is constantly communicating and is constantly pricking at us whenever we do something wrong, and it is really up to us to either have the courage to listen. Or yes. then numb it, as you have said, by using these uh, devices. All kinds, of, all kinds of things. All kinds of things. And we see that happening all around us. It's just like that kid who would do anything but study. Seriously. Mm. Anything. Just give them anything to do. They will clean the house if you want. <laughs> Whatever. Just give them any distraction. We get so seriously. We just want to be distracted. I don't want to think about it. And a lot of times we see people. They know that there, there's some problem happening yeah, or some issue. They're just not going to face it. They, it's like that ostrich attitude. I, I don't want to think about it, right? It's not going to make it go away. It's going to agitate the heart even further. It's going to cover it up yes, even because further. Sometimes the perception is that, you know, cleaning up the debris is going to be very painful. And sometimes it is very so painful. So the detoxivity, it is. Yes. Exactly. So you need to get into the pain. You need to get into yes. the detox mechanism. And you, as you said, Absolutely. pull the weed out. Yes. And it is a pain. Just like when you detox from whatever it is, whether it's nicotine, whether it is alcohol, whether it is drugs, your body reacts. Your body doesn't want to let go. Your body doesn't yes. want to let go. The same thing happens to our heart. Right. And we in particularly in our age, the age that we are living in, we have just become junkies of everything, junkies of entertainment, uh, junkies of just frivolous pastimes for no reason, no reason at all. Right. Uh, video game, koi bad ke khel and you, the, the day and night you're playing video games. Right. You're watching something on television day and night. You're doing that. You're on social media. You have no concept of how much time is gone or what, what kind of activity. You're, these are all what? These are all heedless activities so that you don't think about something which matters the most, which is the state of your heart. We try to cover it mm. up with all of that. And people actually work very hard to get, cut themselves off from their heart. And natural feelings found there, found there thinking that that is a solution. But that isn't the solution. That is the problem in itself. No. Right? Yeah, it's really, really getting the bull by the horns. Yeah. And the major drawback of being severed from your heart is that the more you are severed, the sicker the heart becomes because it needs that nourishment. It stifles without that nourishment. Yeah, the disease worsens. The disease worsens and heedlessness becomes more and more and more, right? And it just kind of robs the, your heart from your spiritual food, the manna, you know, the manna and salva. It, it kind of robs you from that, right? And you enter into a state of almost comatose situation, completely unaware of what the reality of the life is, living in La La Land. And you're pretty okay with that. You know, you sort of so know if yourself. someone yourself. were to, in a hypothetical situation, if someone mm -hmm. were to say that I am struggling in this situation or I am struggling in life and I need to 
actually step into my heart and start um, switch on the vacuum cleaner and start cleaning. What are the three things that you will tell them for starters to embark on this journey? The first would be get serious help. If you are at a place where you are number one unable to know where do I start from. Sometimes it's very difficult. Even when when the abhi recently the few last week few days back I'm sitting here in Karachi. There was this horrible dust storm, right? The entire mm-hmm. house was covered in dust. And then the next morning we didn't know where to begin. You know, sometimes you don't know where to start, right? Mm-hmm. And the only way to eat an elephant is one bite at a time. You can't possibly do it all together. Sometimes, if you are unable to do that, and we having these conversations is part of that process to help people realize that sometimes you might not be able to do it on your own, and it's perfectly okay. It's all right. It doesn't to matter. To seek help. To seek help doesn't matter, right? Seek help from somebody who is spiritual. Seek seek help from somebody who is perhaps. Will, I might be able to help you in a psychological point point of uh, thing, some therapist or something. That's perfectly fine. It's perfectly mm-hmm. valid. And if you look at it from a spiritual perspective, getting in touch with your faith, with your inner self through Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala, is a beautiful starting point. And we are talk. We are in Shaban right now in terms of the Islamic month, and Ramadan is around the corner. And what we learn from scholars is that this is a beautiful time to start, you know, spring cleaning of your heart, because it is very preparing yourself. Yes, because this time is very conducive to spirituality, to God. Mm. You know, it's it's just that time of the year. So it's a very good time mm. to start. So that would be one thing, mm. and the other thing is to have that one good friend. That one good friend would be yourself. Like I had mentioned before, be hundred percent honest with yourself. Where do I stand today? It's just like standing on a weighing scale. It's not going to lie. Mm. Be honest. Stand on that yeah. weighing scale and see where you, what your situation is. How many pounds do you need to lose? And then make a proper plan. I'm going to start working on myself now. and this is something mm. when you embark on this journey understand that this is a lifelong process this is not going to happen in 2 months this is not something mm. that okay i'm going to lose like 20 kg in 5 months no you have to keep you have to eat clean all your life so make that conscious decision that i am going to be clean inside over here and this detox is something which will be painful initially but inshallah once i get over the hump then i will be good to go but i will have to stick to mm. that part because you see these mm-hmm. the, the these three uh, states of the heart they can keep fluctuating so there is no uh, there is there is no formula to tell you that once you rise above the amara and get to lavama for example that you will not slip back to amara sure of course so no this guarantee. is this is no guarantee this is a lifelong effort it's like being on a uh, on an incline which is slippery you can't stand still you have to keep moving because if you stand still you're going to slip down Hmm. Yeah, it's sure. going to slip down. Or if the water is just sitting there, yeah, and nothing is happening to it, there's no movement going on, and it's going to fester. There're going to be mosquitoes or whatever, and you know, etc. So you have to keep on moving. Again, this is a very active process. So constantly climbing. Start, yeah, constantly climbing. So these are the three starters, really, so to speak. And then be ready for the life. And it can be a very fun journey as well, actually, very exciting. right because mm-hmm. you will understand 
that I have so much control over my own self. Sometimes we feel completely out of control. And once you embark on this journey seriously, yeah, with the greatest of intentions, you understand that yes, there are many, many things which are within my reach. Which are within my reach. And mm-hmm. I never understood that. Once we start understanding our own selves and the state of our hearts, we do realize that okay, I'm not that passive. <laughs> you know, after all, I'm the best of yeah. creation. There's a lot which is within my reach. And that is the beauty of this journey. And this journey is going to go on till the end of your life. Yeah. And you Take will slip. Yes. And also be realistic that, yes, there will be times when you will slip. That is the reason it's important to have friends around you who will help you with this, inshallah. Right. It's very important mm-hmm. to have people around you who will help you. And, of course, take the help of Allah. Most most important, right? Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam have given us little tips about finding out about, okay, so I have this disease, what do I do to counter it, right? I have a problem of lying, what do I do about it? I have a problem of backbiting, what should I do about it? There is this beautiful book which I would really want to recommend to everyone, which is called Purification of the Heart. And it is a translation of a really old Arabic work by Sheikh Hamza Yusuf. And this is beautiful. Mm-hmm. It's really, really cool. So you'll probably find it online as well. But it's a good starter point because what he's done is that he's put each and every disease separately and talks about the disease, what are the symptoms, and what can you do about it. What is the oh, remedy? Wonderful. Yeah, and it's, got, it's a very, very beautiful book. And I would seriously recommend for people who would want to, uh, inshallah, be serious about the process of Taskia. And it talks about miserliness, wantonness, hatred, inequity, envy, false hopes, vanity, anger, heedlessness. I mean, just about all of the diseases of the heart that have been mentioned. And the Quran and Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam's teachings talk about all of these. The whole purpose of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam's prophethood was what? One, he had four job descriptions, really, right? And this is mentioned in many places in the Quran. So, in one particular place, say for example, uh, I think this is which surah is this? I think this is Surah Jumaah, which is the 62nd surah of the Quran, verse number two. Allah subhanahu wa taala says, "It is He, Allah subhanahu wa taala, who has sent among the unlettered a messenger from themselves." And what is his job? Yatlu alayhim ayatihi. So that he recites to them his verses. him And purifies them. him. kitab. And teaching them the book. And wisdom. Although they were before it in clear error. So out of these four job descriptions of Rasulullah, one is doing our taskiyah, the taskiyah of believers. And how does he do that? Through the Quran and through his teaching. So that's a very good starting point as well to understand what mm-hmm. we are all about. Because Allah is the creator. Nah? He knows what the heart is all about. right? And the heart, the, uh, another little side point, the heart is called qalb in the Arabic language because qalb means a thing that flips over because it is given to taqallub. Taqallub means just flipping over. right? Don't you see that? And this happens in our lives in the same day, the state of our heart could be different in different times. Sometimes you're all very mm. positive and full of energy and, you know, really with it. And, you know, at some point in, in the day, you're like so low and you feel not that great. You don't want to talk to any. That happens. That is the state of your heart. Yeah. How much anxiety is yeah. there in it? Right? 
तो इस and the state like mm-hmm. i said before the state of the heart is something which is recognized by all traditions by all human beings it is that important right so and allah mm-hmm. subhanahu wa taala says in the quran about the heart that they have hearts but they do not understand so the fact that mm-hmm. we understand only with our intellect is also a delusion an intellect is part of our understanding one part of our understanding of what is going on around us and making meaning of this world is through our heart and that is important to understand it's not all about the brain the heart is very much an no. independent thinking organ it's an in- independent sure. thinking sure. entity absolutely so we should really yeah. hope and pray that we give get this opportunity to work on ourselves and put these positive positive stuff inside of our heart and do the reading inshallah and like i said ramadan is a very very good place to start inshallah seems so doable and so easy and uh, instilling that um, that courage in all of us thank you so much you are most welcome and i hope we'll chat again soon take good care absolutely see you khuda hafiz assalam alaikum thank you so much for listening and we would be most humbled if you can leave us with a comment a rating or a suggestion thank you